0: Welcome to the Abundant Life Church Podcast, equipping people to live successful Christian lives. What I want to do really this morning is kind of bring the whole family on board with what we have been doing this weekend, okay? And so what I did, I brought, right before I came, I got in the mail um, this, and it's a Colts 5K. Okay. And because, and I'm an Indianapolis Colts fan, I'm a tried and true fan. <laughs> so we'll see how it goes. Okay. And if we even have whatever, anyway, we're not going there. Cause I'm not talking about that. Right. I am uh, taking thoughts captive as we speak in front of you. But anyway, I get this in the mail because we're now doing these virtual five ks Okay. So they are trusting me that I'm going to do the five K to earn this. I haven't yet. Ah, and we're going to all believe Jesus to empower me to do it because it's been a little sitting situation in quarantine, okay? And so, but it's kind of like how I feel like I came into this weekend. You know, it's like I have a plan. You know i have a goal and it's kind of once it pushes us kind of thing but we hadn't earned it yet when we walked in here on friday night right we had a goal and we had a a purpose in coming now see what i had in front of me at home was this one though that was the indy i am from indianapolis area i'm just south of indy so the indy 500 boom we are the racing spectacle of the world that's us okay well this is our 5k or not our 5k but our mini It's the 500 mini marathon. I did it. Miracles happen today. (laughs) Because I'm not, you know, if you know me very well, my theme of life is the word says do not harm the temple. When I exercise, it hurts. So I don't. (laughs) Maybe a little out of context. You know, I don't know. But anyway, I earned this one. Okay. I lost a big toenail because of this one. Because nobody told me you're supposed to buy your shoes too big. No one told me that. So I wore ones that fit me and yep, lost the big toenail. So dude, I earned this one, okay? And so here's the thing, girls, is I feel like not that we earn God or earn the favor of God or that we earn anything, but I feel like we've did the 5K. You know, I feel like we've gone and we're like, God, dude, we showed up. This worship team, can you give it up for this worship team this morning? I can't believe they still have voices. I'm like, dude, they were hitting those high notes. I'm like, good going. That's a power in there. And the, the fingers for playing guitar all weekend and all of that. But, you know, we, we come in and we do it. We showed up in the, the volunteer team. And we showed up. And God is already here. We don't have to wait for him to show up. He comes. But I came in with some expectation. You know, because I think the worst thing we can do is come to a, a situation where we're going to encounter God and encounter the Holy Spirit and not come with an expectation. So I, um, my screen for this morning would be yours truly is the, the title of my, my uh, sermon as my speech, my thing like that. Um, and initially I had put five E's at the end. That's kind of just who I am, you know. But then I added a sixth one and didn't put it on there. So we'll make the sixth one the heart. That's an E in our world, okay? But with that, I had three things coming in to yours truly that I believe God had laid on my heart, okay? And I'll quick tell you them, and then we're gonna hit them so that we stay within time. But it's eternal, number one. Essential, number two. Expedient, number three. Eloquence, number four. Number five is exceedingly. And number six is exploits. I feel like God downloaded that probably the week that um, Kristen called me okay, and said, hey, can you, can you do this? Um, and I'm like, sure. And she said, uh, Debbie Lindell can't make it. I'm like, what? <laughs> That's a pastor's wife of James River. I mean, that chick is awesome. I'm like, what? Um, sure, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> But see, God is no respecter of persons. Isn't that fun? You know? So this morning, I'm going to kind of jump into that. We had some beautiful things. Uh, one of my favorite things that we had in our, touch, our box, because we had a touchless experience, uh, did the best of our ability to make this within some guidelines that made it a safe experience. Um, but we had this prayer cloth, okay? And the uh, leadership team here of Lavish, they prayed over this. You know, and we kind of took off of that whole thing of, you know, Paul prayed and that that prayer cloth went out and we saw healings and those kind of things if you read it in scripture. Well, because, you know, we couldn't do the laying on of hands thing and, and that thing, it was a different circumstance that we came into. And I'm a big one on we as a church right now, as I'm looking around this room, we've got to embrace a different circumstance, not necessarily fight a different circumstance, Okay, kind of thing, because we got enough that we're dealing with in this pandemic time um, that let's get into Jesus and see what he's got going on. And what we believe is when the Holy Spirit is in the room working, he's doing the work, not us. So you know what I believe as we're here this morning and, and he is here this morning, that as we are talking or we're in worship, I believe that healing can be taking place in your seat right now. I believe that breakthrough can be happening in your seat right now. Do you know what I mean? I believe that oppression can begin falling off in your seat sitting here right now because it's the word of God that matters in the presence of the Holy Spirit. Can I hear an amen? Yes. Yes. You know what I love is we can sense in the room that the lavish girls got their voice back this weekend. There was a point in worship yesterday. It was beautiful. And I don't even remember what song it was in, but I looked around to say, do they have the room mic'd? Because it was so loud, the worship from the room. They were louder than the worship team. Yeah. In, in my ears, I can hear, I'm thinking, they must have mic'd this room. But no, no, we just got our voice back. <laughs> and that is powerful. You know, and as we get into this, and your theme verse for this, uh, uh, this year, I believe, goes right in. And I didn't know that coming in. But thy king, it's Matthew 6.10, thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I don't even know we realize what we're asking for when we ask for that. But he shows up. And so our first e this morning, the the first goal of the time was, God, we want to see people saved. That is indeed the greatest miracle that we will ever see is that one moment we are lost and hopeless and on our way to hell and within a prayer because of what Jesus did, our it shifts and now we have hope and now we're on our way to heaven to be with our Father God. Wow. Is that beautiful? And that is the truth. that is the very foundation of who we are. That second E is uh, essential, okay? And with essential, I'm talking about Mary and Martha there. And you guys sang, there was a song we sang throughout the, the weekend that talked about Mary at the feet of Jesus. And Luke chapter 10, verses 41 and 42 says it this way. says, the master said, Martha, dear Martha, you're fussing far too much and getting yourself all worked up over nothing. One thing only is essential, and Mary has chosen it. It's the main course. And won't be taken from her. You know as, as we stand here. And, and the thing is. I think it's just wild. That the situation that we're going through. It's not like just the wild far, uh, fires in California. It's not just the riots in different places. It's not just the pandemic. You know. Uh, here in this area. But we're talking a world is being affected. Our world is being affected I had friends in India that we met uh, with and, and had dinner with before uh, they returned and they were returning to the same thing you know different but the same thing in how they handle it and I think what we've got to realize is the essential thing is that we are spending time at the feet of Jesus and hearing him because there's so much chatter there is so much fact, and you can find a fact on either side of anything you want to be on. It's there, and it, it, there is, you can fight all day long, kind of thing. But what I'm going to recommend you do, don't. Stop it. Get to the feet of Jesus and listen. What am I to do? What am I to be? What am I to be uh, digging into? And that is the word of God. And here, this is the truth. When we don't know what the truth is, because we don't have all of the facts. (laughs) This is the truth, people. Then, because you see Martha, Martha is so good hearted. Martha is wonderful. There's people that I wish I were more like Martha. (laughs) You know, I'm the most unobservant person you've ever met. I don't even know what I wore yesterday you know I walk in one time It was my birthday and they would got those huge signs and they had put them like yard signs and put them outside the church you know on the on the entrance I drove in and and the pastor said hey how did you like your you know happy birthday how do you like your cards I'm like what cards he said get in your car go back to the highway and drive back in (laughs) because I missed it didn't even see it you know I'm in my own world way too often and that's just legit but you know that thing of there's so much that is concerning the good heart of Martha. Wasn't because she was bad and that she was a talebearer, or that she was, you know, a gossip, those kinds of things. It was actually quite the opposite. She was trying to take care of things, and it says you're bothered. And there's many of us sitting right here in this service, and there's many of us online this morning sitting in your home or your car or the coffee shop or wherever you might be, that you're I'm bothered. You know, and we talked this week, and there's a difference between fear and concern. You know, there are things to be wisely concerned about that we do not allow to bring paralysis on our life and fear. And the way that's going to happen is getting at the feet of Jesus. That has to be our main course. Some of us are scrolling social media way too much. Please stop. And I don't know about you, but I can say, I'm just going to look, and then I'm there two hours later. What? All the garbage that I just let in my head, you know? But let your main course be the main course. Eat this. Feed on this. Relationship-wise, feed on the things that feed the Jesus in you, that feed the positivity of the truth of the word in you. Okay, now we're going to to the next one here, um, and that is expedient. I love this because you know, we're talking about thy kingdom come thy will be done listen to this it says in john 16 7 nevertheless i tell you the truth it is expedient for you that i go away for i if i do not go away the comforter will not come to you but if i go away i will send him to you wow that's jesus saying that The one that by his presence, things change in a moment. The one that we watch if we read through the gospels and we see the miracles happening and we see life and and our eternal uh, future was changed by his actions and what God did and what the Holy Spirit did as the, I call them the triumphant trio. (laughs) As the triumphant trios, they come together. Watch out because everything changes. Everything changes He is saying, okay guys, it's like he was sitting here talking to us and it is expedient for you that I go away. And I think about this right now. And there's some that are sitting in here you know, by yourself or you're sitting at home by yourself or or sitting in here even with our people. But I think sometimes quarantine has brought so much alone time or so much downtime or so much time with us in our own heads. And that is a dangerous place to be. Because the enemy has come to still kill, and destroy. And it's not because you're weak. It's because you're human. But Jesus has come to give us life and to give it to us more abundantly. And what he says is, it's expedient that I go away so that the one who can be with you 24-7 can come. And what does he come to do? He comes to comfort you. He's an advocate. He comes to counsel you he comes to remind you of the things you need to remember for a blonde girl that's powerful (laughs) (laughs) this girl needs it do you know what i mean but he does it says if we'll just put it in then he will remind us of the things when we need because i'm telling you what we're in a day where people are we're seeing hopelessness in eyes We're seeing that I don't have the energy to go on. And it's not for drama. It's just a reality. We were not created to live in what we're living in right now. So these human bodies do not handle it well. But what I'm telling you is that we serve a God that's bigger than our current situation and circumstances. And he is not defined by these. And he took care of it. He says, I'm going. And when I go, I'm going to send you the Holy Spirit. And if you've heard me much at all, you know my life verse. Second Corinthians 4, 7. This fragile clay jar houses the very presence of God that brought light into utter darkness. We're just a fragile clay jar. And that's fine. Because what matters is what's in us. Above what's going on around us so why is that that's why those salvations are so exciting jesus the holy the holy spirit's in him and salvation in them and then there's the second experience of being filled with the holy spirit and i am one who says it's imperative that i am filled with the holy spirit and i think it's imperative that we are you know and i love when we go on to the next and that's the e um number the eloquence i love what paul says Paul, the the educated one, the the one who was educated by the the wisest um, available at that time. Here's what he says. If you go to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, and I'm going to read it there. It says, and so it was with me, brothers and sisters, and this is Paul speaking to us. It says, when I come to you, I did not come with eloquence or human wisdom as I proclaimed to you the testimony um, about God. He could have. He could have because he was highly educated in the law and in truth second verse if we go into that says i resolved to know nothing while i was with you except jesus christ and him crucified i came to you in weakness with great fear and trembling do you hear that that's the apostle paul and he's saying i'm coming to you and i'm coming to you in weakness and i am coming and he says i'm coming to you with fear and trembling my message and my preaching were not with wise and persuasive words but with a demonstration of the spirit's power so that your faith not may not rest on human wisdom but on god's power that's how we get our voice back See, we as women didn't come in here to say, and just all of a sudden, give me a holler. You know, come on, let me, let me hear the volume, put the volume on. That's not what, it, that is not it at all. What it is is we, when we come in and say, you know, I come in in my fragile clay jar and I've got concerns and I may be overwhelmed and maybe I'm living in a little paranoia, but I'm coming in to get into the, to the uh, presence of God and I'm coming in to link up with the power of the Holy Spirit that is greater as he that is in me that is in the world that's how we get the voice back that's how we get some energy back as we come in because we're not linked up with us or what we can do we've laid that aside like paul but instead i am linking up with that greater one and that greater one i can boast of him all day long when i have nothing to boast of in myself wow is that powerful people I think that's beautiful because when we can do that, we are bringing hope to a lost and a dying world. Exceedingly, the next D, that's the expectation. He says, I'm gonna read it. Okay, because here's the deal. What I think doesn't matter. What the word says matters. And I line my thinking with what the word says. So I can guarantee you the enemy's been t- 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 some lies in your, in your ear, right? He's been just saying this, that, the other. What, you do, what we do is we get into the word and we adapt what we're thinking to the truth of the word. And we are guaranteed success in that way. But it says here in Ephesians 3, 20 through 21, says now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above what we... Uh, I'm 54... And I have trifocals (laughs) and I'm trying to see this little bitty piece of paper. So I'm going to go right here. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above that which we ask or think according to the power. Get it? According to the power that works in us. To him be the glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Oh my word. That is so exciting to me. Cause you know when I look here and I look at here's John and Kristen and then sitting just right behind them are their daughters and just he's around here somewhere running around. But see, it's to the generations. So people, when we're sitting here as mom and dad, aunt and uncle, grandma and grandpa, what I'm telling you is fight for your generation. I double dog dare you. <laughs> Because that generation coming behind you, they have an energy that you don't have right now. They have those kinds of things and they are struggling because the enemy is after them. They need you to buckle up and buckle in, get into the word of God and have something to stand on bigger than yourself, bigger than the circumstance. And then you say, come on, follow me as I follow Christ. (laughs) That's it. It's not on the responsibility to to do it or to have the energy for it isn't on you. It's who you team up with. Friday night, do you know what we did? We voted. And no, it wasn't in the election. (laughs) We're not talking about that. But see, there's two voices going on. There's two powers at war until we get to heaven. We've got the voice of God who's telling you who you are, what you you are, and those kinds of things. And you've got the enemy over here whispering the lies that tells you what you're not and how you're not enough and those kind of things. The vote that counts is yours. That's the vote that counts. He's too much of a gentleman to make you do anything. The beauty is he gave us free will and I kind of sometimes wish he hadn't. I'm like just make me do what's right come on I'm fine with that (laughs) but he doesn't because he's too much of a gentleman supreme but he's a gentleman now this one would love to intimidate and manipulate and beat you down to where you obey and you get into that but see who are you teaming up with this morning and see there's times I've teamed up with both (laughs) you know but not meaning not I didn't lose my salvation but he's talking I'm kind of leaning this way you know I'm kind of falling into this and at that point it's like absolutely not absolutely not one thing we said this weekend is we're getting our sass back (laughs) now boys you can't say that okay but us girls we can say that you know what I mean but there is something to that that it's not in who I am but it's in who he is and we get it back again because we have got to where are we leading people if your kids are following you right now where are they following you to That, that that's a big question If if you're a leader in this church and the people you're leading are following, where are you leading them to? And what I told leaders this weekend, quit telling me you can't do it. As much as I love you and I do care, and I care about your mental health, I care about your emotional health, I care about your physical health, I care about your spiritual health, and what I'm going to say is, dig in because I can do all things through who strengthens Me. me. And we have got to dig in. And we have got to take that. And again, I'm not demeaning the situation we're in, but I'm, I am exalting the God that we serve. Amen? Yeah. Ah, that's so exciting to me. Because you know what? There is a believer's authority. Um, Paul, uh, um, John spoke about it um, even in our volunteer opening. And I don't know where my little thing went, but I'll just do it with my hand. Okay, uh, there's a book that talks about the, the believer's authority that I've read lately. And it talks about policemen. Okay, and a policeman in and of themselves, if they walked out into the intersection, didn't have their um, uniform on, didn't have any kind of um, uh, identifying factors on them. And they walked into the intersection and there was a semi coming at them and they simply said, stop, does that semi have to stop? No, it doesn't have to. But when he's got his uniform on and he's got his badge on and he says, with the power invested in me in the state of Virginia, stop. That buddy better stop. And he better pull over. Otherwise, he's going to find his can in jail. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But it's because of who is extending their hand. The power behind the extended hand. Okay, so as a Christian, we're not going out and say, enemy, back up, or you, know, you do these kind of things. We're not doing that in our power. We're saying, by my Savior, by the name of Jesus Christ, who gave his life on Calvary, and he rose again on the third day, and he took the keys from death, hell, and the grave, I'm telling you, back up. <laughs> Does that not excite the gills of someone? <laughs> that, that's where it's at, because it's in him. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him and by his stripes we are healed. Isaiah 53, five, get it in your bank. Because that's what we're saying. It's a done deal. So we got to back up. So use the authority that as a Christian that you have been given by the word of God and by who he is. You know, before I go to the last one, I'm going to do this super quickly here. Um, But I kind of can't bring you on board here, and the girls will get this. I kind of can't bring you on board unless I tell you a story. They know where I'm headed, right, girls, you know? Okay, because this is going to bring us in, okay? So, and I'm going to say this quick, so get on listen quick, okay? Use your ears quickly. Okay, so pandemic, quarantine, first right off the bat, I'm stuck in my house 14 days. This girl, I get on my own nerves. That's not a good thing. Okay, so I'm there, and I think, I am going to do something I've never done. I am going to clean this house. I'm going to get it top to bottom. And, I'm going to, and so I went to clean my air vents. Have you ever cleaned your air, cold air ducts? thank you me either okay and so they're pretty nasty okay so and i have two of them i have one in my living room and i have one in my bedroom okay living room easy got it cleaned up it's all awesome one in my bedroom is behind my dresser i have this honker uh, dresser and i have like a nook and so i've shoved it there not all the way back so that i can have my cold air duct back there don't tell me i shouldn't because the air doesn't flow i know but it's good enough okay so, but anyway, I'm like, I got to get that thing, but I'm too wimpy, I'm by myself, only my cat, Whitney Houston, is with me, and she's no good at moving furniture, okay, and so I decided, here's what I'm going to do, and I'm kind of a bling queen, I like a lot of stuff, you know, and so it's all on my dresser, so I scoot it, and I think, I'm just going to hop over it, you know, I can just slide over, no big deal, and so I go to do that, well, when I did, my elbow hit my earring tree, and earrings went everywhere, Okay, And so I'm thinking, okay, I'll come back and get them. I'm already halfway over. I'm just going to go. So I get over there, and I pull the vent. And the vent is there, and it's about like that. So it's a long one, okay? a long, thinner one. And so I get it out, and I kind of put it over my dresser. And then I climb back over, and I take it outside. And I'm, I'm like spraying it down with my water hose, because it's, it's gross. okay. So I'm, I'm spraying it down, and I flip it over, and I spray it again. And it starts storming. Like, it starts thundering. Not yet. And I thought... I better hurry, okay? So I'm gonna run in, I'm gonna get those earrings so that they don't fall down the hole and then I'll come back out. This will drip dry while I'm gone and when I come back, I'll put it in. Okay, so awesome. So I sit it against my, my back, my, like my uh, little deck thing and I go in the house and I'm going over and I'm climbing and then I don't really know what happened. Okay, something, I slipped and I went right down my air duct right down the stinking air duct. I ended up in my basement. <laughs> like, legit. Like, I went straight up And I had no clue what happened because I didn't know what was going on. And I'm like, all I heard was this, ding, 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 pshh, you know, all this kind of stuff. And I'm thinking, what the world? And I've got this metal right in my face, you know, so I can't see. So finally, I look around, and I realize I'm in my damp, cement, storage area, basement and i'm like how did i get here you know and i look up and there's this hole from my lip from my bedroom and i landed when i landed straight down should have landed on a glass top okay rather than landing on the glass top i landed on a bar stool so i am literally standing boom on a bar stool and i'm like Well, stink. (laughs) What do I do now? Cause I've got glass all around me. And, but when I landed on that bar stool legit, and I promise I'm not making up nothing. Okay. It was like whoosh. Well, it could have broken my ankles. You know what I mean? In reality, because I didn't do anything to not do it, but it's like whoosh. And I landed. Well, your whole body knows it just did something it wasn't supposed to, whether you are new or not. (laughs) So I'm like, like my whole body is shaken and figuring out how to get out of there. Cause I'm like, it's glass all around me. How do I scoot? You know? So I did end up getting out. But can I tell you what I heard God say almost immediately? He said, when the bottom comes out from under you, I've got you. Wow. That's intense, people. When the bottom comes out, and I think that's what happened to us a few months ago. It's like the bottom came out from under us and we thought two weeks and all of a sudden we're all these months later. We're like, what just happened? But church, I'm here to tell you, God's got you. And then we're, when we're in that and we see that reality that he's got us, then we're in the place of saying, you know what? God, we can do anything through you. If the worship team wants to come up, um, we'll bring this thing for a landing. But see, the cool part of that is a couple of days later, what uh, my mom, it took me like a day to tell people, you know, because I'm like, oh my word, I can't believe I just did this, you know? And so I told them, and my mom told of a vision she felt like the Lord had given her, and she didn't know what it meant. She said there was a falling. like, And she said it was just like a straight down fall. And she goes, when the landing came, it was like, and I clarified it with her this morning. I called her. I'm like, what, what did you see? She said, when the, the landing happened, it was like, you know, how leaves will, will fly back, you know, kind of thing. And she said, when that landing happened, leaves scooted back. And she said, what I saw was a big old snake head. And she goes, but as I looked closer, it was cut off. See, the enemy has plans to still kill and destroy. But when we're linked up with Jesus, sometimes we don't even know it and he's out there killing snakes for us. He's standing between you and what the enemy would like to do. And when he says, no, 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 not today, Satan. (laughs) Can I hear it? Not, no, not today, Satan. I got my girl. I got, I got my guy. I've got my son. I've got him. That is power. So church today, as we bring this thing to a close and, and watching all of these work in such an authority, man, what a weekend. But the last verse I'm going to give you as we, as we bring this to a close, is exploits. See Daniel here, he says, the people who know their God shall be strong and they shall carry out exploits. And see what he's talking about he's talking about war and he's talking about how that, that king was against and trying to kill the the remnant and trying to come against the remnant of god and this is when he comes in and he says but those that know their god they will do exploits and when you look up the word exploits and you look it up in the Hebrew, you know what it says there? It's not just the big, wonderful revival on the stage. Let's see people say that is enormous. But what this is referring to is you can stand in the hard times. Because see, one of my concerns is like, God, I'm crazy in love with you. But dude, I I I honestly, God, you're gonna have to bring up a strength in me that I'm not sure is there. Can I stand? When it might cost a loved one you know can i stand when it can bring pain or can i stand when there's a cost to it can i stand when there's harsh things that come as a result can i i want to and he said yes it's not about your strength it's not how strong you are mentally or emotionally or physically it's about how strong you let me be in you and we're going to do exploits God's of whose we are. I don't know about you, but that makes me feel so loved. It makes me feel empowered when I feel very weak. So parents, lead. Grandparents, lead. Aunt and uncle, lead. And the weaker you feel, the more you need him. And the more you're dependent on him, the more he shows up. (laughs) And he loves to show up and show out. And it's not a pride thing. It's a getting the glory to God thing. God, expand our territory. The prayer of Jabez. I'm praying the expansion of the territory of Abundant Life Church. I believe in it I believe in what should uh, come against you will actually you we will see lives come in that wasn't even interested in the church earlier (laughs) I'm believing that your personal territories are expanded and not that you've got to be all that because he is already all that would you stand with us see This is what we'll get in heaven. Well done, my good and faithful servant. That's our goal. Keep focused on the goal. Keep focused on the goal. I I don't want to stand up and say, dude, I had this, but you know, it came in an envelope and I just never did it. I want this. Well done. But see, he doesn't. So as we start, and I've asked them to sing who I am. I am who you say I am. So if you've came in here this morning and, and I'm going to bring this in and you guys go. But if you came in here this morning and you're like, Kim, I didn't even want to come to church this morning. If you came in and, and you're like, you know what, I, I, I didn't even want to live last night. Or you've came in here and you are like, I, I'm at give up, I'm at give up. I tell you, it's okay. We get it. But here's the deal the body, we are made as a body. So please reach out. Don't fight this alone. You are who you say you are, but we are who He says we are, and we are Big C, the church. (laughs) Amen. Amen. So I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask you, extend the girls now, extend your. and the only but when we get our voice back it's because the holy spirit is rising up within us to be bigger than we are (laughs) so church be the church (laughs) let jesus shine and let god do exploits through you for the kingdom of god thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven successful Christian life. You can always find us at myabundantlife.com. Have a blessed week.